So in the hidden treasure of today, we will take the most famous posuk in the whole of Tanakh, and we'll understand it in a way you've never understood it before. That's, it's the one posuk that the whole world knows. Which is that? No, the whole world doesn't know Shema Yisrael. Those are the Jews know Shema Yisrael. What does the whole world know? Ask anybody in the world. Quote me a verse from the Bible. Love your neighbor as yourself, the golden rule. Because every ethical system depends on it. If you don't love your neighbor as yourself, there's no ethical system. Then it's law of the jungle. Then it's survival of the fittest. Why should I put my friend first? Why should I do anything for my friend? If you don't have the Ahavtal Kamocha, there is no ethical system at all. And it's interesting that Ahavtal Kamocha limits the love for others. Love somebody else as much as you love yourself. So, so that's a whole drosha all on its own, that the Torah doesn't expect you to love somebody more than you love yourself. It's actually not possible. So if you want to work on the mitzvah of love your neighbor as yourself, the way to do it is, is what then? To increase the love of yourself, which is just an interesting, an interesting idea altogether and is the basis, by the way, of all the leadership development that I do is how you use love yourself to increase the love of your neighbor. And what does that mean? Valuing yourself, value your neighbor, how does it manifest, how does it show all the alochas around. We have terecha That's the work that I do, which is, which is interesting. Um, and, the, and it's for non-Jews and non-Jews, because this is a universal thing. Love your neighbor as yourself is a golden rule in every religion. You'll find it in the New Testament, you'll find it in, in, in Buddhist writings, you'll find it in, in every religion. In Quran, you'll find a form of love your neighbor as yourself. The problem is, as, as Jews typically do for us, it's not so posh, not so simple. I, even though Hashem says, love your neighbor as yourself, how much simpler can it be than that? It's not so simple. There's some difficulties with the posse, in the mechanics of it. And that's the beauty of, of halacha, once again, that we don't just take it at face value, we get into the mechanics of it. And in the mechanics of love your neighbor as yourself, there's some serious problems. The first problem is the problem that the Ramban raises. And that is, how can you legislate love? How can you say, you shall love so-and-so? <laughs> it's, it's an emotion, it's a feeling, you do or you don't. How can the Torah instruct us to love? So that's the first difficulty. So on that, the Ramban answers and says, the Ramban on Chumash, says it doesn't mean you've got to love him emotionally, it just means you've got, it says, l'reacha, not et reacha, says the Ramban. It doesn't say you must love your friend, it says you must love for your friend. You must want for others as much as you want for yourself. You want all the good things. You don't just want money. You want health as well. You don't just want money and health. You want nachas from your children as, as well. You, you, you want everything. Want everything for everyone. Well, that, that's what you should do, whether you love them or not. You should want for them. And that, that gives a bit of structure to what we after the Rechach means. How are you mekayim, that mitzvah? It's not an emotional thing. It's a practical thing. It's, the, it's, the, it's what you want for the, for the friend. That's one, one, one mechanical difficulty we have with the mitzvah of loving your neighbor as yourself. The second one is the famous story of Hillel and Gemara Shabbos, when the, the non-Jew comes to him and says he wants to convert, but you've got to give me one principle that explains the whole Torah that I can focus on one principle. Shammai kicks him aside. And Hillel says, Don't do to others as you wouldn't want done to yourself. Also a very famous phrase. Uh, but he puts it into a lot, I say. He puts it into a negative. Why does he do that? If the essence of everything, why put it into a lot, I say? 
So that's the second difficulty we have with the Vavterech HaKmech. And the third difficulty is the Gemorim of Metziah Daf Samach Beis, famous Gemorim, Shnaim Shayud Mahalchim Ederech, two people going in the road. Uviyad Echot Meim Kitun Shlomayim, and one has a, a flask of water. Im Shotim Shnehem Metim, if they both drink, they're both going to die. Vim Shotei Echad Mehen Magiyah Liyushiv, if one of them drinks, they're going to get to a, a, to a, a town. Dorash Ben Petura, Ben Petura learns, Mutav Shiyishtu Shnehem Veyamutu, let them both drink, You've got one, there are two people, one flask of water, share the flask and leave it to Hashem. Ah, you'll probably both die. Let one person not stand by and see their friend dying. That, that wouldn't be good. Says the Ritva on that, where does that come from? Uh, that's learned from You've got to love your friend no less than yourself. So if you've got one thing of water, you don't have to give it all to him. But nor can you have it all. The Kamocha requires, like the Ramban says, you've got to want for him as much as you want for yourself, so you've got to share the flask. That's, that's the Ritvo says, that's the basis of the halacha of Ben Petoira. Ad Shebo Rabbi Akiva made until Rabbi Akiva came and taught, and, and by the lotion of Ad Shebo Rabbi Akiva made until then implies, and from the time that Rabbi Akiva came and taught, the halacha changed. We accepted Rabbi Akiva over Ben Petoira. It says in the Torah, Don't take interest from your friend. Have fear of Hashem. And your friend should live with you. Says Rabbi Akiva, from, from there we learn, that, that it's all very well loving your friend, but at the end of the day, your first responsibility is to yourself. Because if you're not alive, you can't love anybody. So, so you can only be Mekayim, love your neighbors yourself, if you're alive. So your first responsibility is to make sure that you live. So if you've got one flask of water, we're not talking about where they find that together. It, one person has the flask, the other doesn't. The person who has the flask is entitled to save himself, and uh, what the other person doesn't have, what can you do? That's, the, uh, that's Rabbi Kiva. So you see from there, the Chaya Chicha Imach actually conflicts with puts you both on the same on the same level. You must love each, love them like you love yourself. You make it equal. imach means it's secondary. Imach is first. He, you, he he has to live with you, but you have to live first. You've got to make sure you're alive. So imach implies the 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 priority that you are the priority. implies that you're both the same. What do you do? We've got two two psukim that um, that that contradict each other. Says as I, as I promised you, you you'll learn this the meaning of this pasuk in a way you've never understood it before. Comes Tosfos in Sanhedrin on our Gemara. There's a, there's a similar parallel sugi in Sanhedrin on, on our Gemara. So Sanhedrin daf memheyam udalif. Our Gemara here on daf ayinheyam udalif talks about the application of ahavtelerech in the way we execute the death sentence on those very rare occasions when we do. That there's an element of that even when you're executing somebody, you've got to do it in a way that if, God forbid, you had to be executed, you would prefer it done this way rather than that way. So you use it over there. Says Tosfus in Sanhedrin. Um, how, how can you learn on executing a death sentence? Surely is while people are alive, not how you kill people. That doesn't seem to be the pshat in Vahavtarach Kamocha. We know all along, if you ask, ask any cheder child, what does Vahavtarach Kamocha mean? He's not going to say, when you execute somebody, do it nicely. 
Nobody will say that in the entire world. This is the most famous posuk in the, in the entire world. It's universal. Nobody in the world would say it's talking about a death sentence. But the Gemara does. Our Gemara does. Says Tosfos, why? Why put it talking about, where do you get it from that it's talking about a death sentence? So he gives two answers. The one is tied to Neshech and Tarbis, which we won't deal with right now. And the other is Yesh Beforshim, Mishum Delerecha Kamecha Loi Shayach Michaim Dechayecha Kotna. The Avterecha Kamecha can't be talking about life. Because for life, Rabbi Akiva taught us, Chayecha Kotmin Dechayecha Bercha. In other words, this whole thing, the golden rule of Yahavtarecha Kamecha, says Tosfos, it's an illusion. It's a mistake. The world's got it wrong. The Avtarecha Kamecha is about the way you execute somebody. When it comes to how you feel about somebody else, make sure that you take care of yourself. That's what Tosfos says. It's un- unbelievable. How is that possible? How could Tosfos say such a thing? If I were to leave it here and say we've run out of time, if you could concentrate in the davening, I would be shocked. If you could get back to work after the shir, I would be shocked. If you could sleep tonight, I would be shocked. How can you live with a Tosfus that says this? That the Ahavtorerecha Kamocha is talking about how the way you kill somebody, not the way you live with somebody. Says Harav Perlo. Harav Perlo is fascinating. Rabbi Yeruchim Perlo lived 100 years ago. He died in the 1930s. He died in Yerushalayim. But he lived in, uh, in, in Europe. He was a Talmud of the Nitziv and of, the, of Reb Chaim Soloveitchik. So, real, real classic. Yurchim Perlo. And he wrote a sefer, he wrote a parish on the sefer HaMitzvahs of Rabbeinu Sadiagon. Rabbeinu Sadiagon wrote a piyut for Shvuz. Something to say on Shvuz. He was concerned there weren't good piyutim for Shvuz. So he wrote a piyut, for, a poem for Shvuz. The poem is a sefer HaMitzvahs. Like the Rambam has a Sefer HaMitzvah and the Sefer HaChinuch that we learned the other day with the Minchas Chinuch on it, the, the, the Rabbeinu Sadyagon's Piyut for Shvuz is a massive work of, of a Sefer HaMitzvah where in poetic form, incredibly briefly, he goes through every mitzvah in the Torah, he counts them up and he articulates every mitzvah in the Torah. It's an amazing work, almost impossible to understand. Uh, Rabbi Ruchim Perlo wrote a perush on that. His parish is three volumes, so he goes through our chess. He brings, like the Minchas Chinuch does on the Sefer HaChinuch, Harav Perlo does on the Rabbeinu Sadiagon. And apparently, he, um, it took him 40 years to write that Sefer. And of the 40 years, 14 of them, he never left his study. He used to listen to the minion through the window and answer Kaddish and Kedusha, and his wife would pass food through the, through the door, through the window. For 14 years, he never left the, his study, and it took him 40 years to write this safe, the safer. And we just kind of don't even know about it or it's on the shelf somewhere. It's just, it, it's amazing. It's just an incredible piece of work. I didn't have a chance to look at it inside. I saw it quoted. I'm I will look at it inside either later today or over the, over Shabbos, uh, because it's, it's so important. He says what Tosfa said means here. And without this, without this rough pillow, it's literally, you can't sleep at night with a Tosfa like this. Uh, rough pillow says, Tosfus means yes. Rafter Hakamecha is talking about death, about the way you kill somebody. And from that you learn a Kalvachomer on how to live with somebody. If you got to kill somebody with Rafter Hakamecha, Kalvachomer, how much more so you've got to live with them with Rafter Hakamecha? 
So now it's, now it's amazing. Now there's a huge chiddush involved in Rafa It's not just about loving your neighbor as yourself. It's about loving your neighbor if you have to execute him even. He's a Rosha. He's done something wrong. He's guilty of a death sentence. Still you've got to be involved in Rafa How much more so with somebody who's alive and a friend and a, and a, a ben Torah? Adds Haraf Perlov. But in that case, there's a halachic consequence to that. Because not killing them, the, being careful how you execute somebody, is that an assay or a lot assay? Is it, things, is it the way you treat them or the way you mustn't treat them? Says Rav Pelo, it's, an, it's the negative. It's the way you mustn't treat them. Certain things you can't do if you're killing somebody, if you're executing somebody, although you're permitted to and instructed to our Torah, but you've got to do it in a certain way. There's certain things you can't do. And he goes through all the cases of a Yahavtarecha Kamocha in the Gemara, where the Gemara says you can't do this because of Yahavtarecha Kamocha, this because of Yahavtarecha. He says they're all negatives. You can't do this because of a Yahavtarecha Kamocha. He says that's all learned from. The, the way we come to the Avtarech is through a Kalvachomer from the way you execute. The way you execute is about what you don't do to somebody. It's not about what you do, because if it's about what you do, you don't execute. If it's Vahavtarech you don't kill somebody. Then it's an Asay Dechelot, who knows what you would do? It, it, it would be impossible. No, Vahavtarech you see from the fact that it applies to execution, as it is in our Gemara, you see it's about what you don't do to somebody else, not what you do do to somebody else. And that's why Hila puts it in the negative and says the foundation of Torah is don't do to others what you wouldn't want done to yourself. That's all you can learn from So it answers the Ramban's question differently. Tosfus and the Ramban have two different answers to how to what the mechanics of is. According to the Ramban, it's want for your friend what you want for you. According to, uh, according to Tosfus, it's D- directly it means even if you execute somebody, do it, don't do it in a way you would w- not want to be executed. And from there we learn and therefore never do to anybody anything that you wouldn't be done. But there's no love your neighbor, you don't have to love them, you don't have to go and do anything specifically for them. There are other dinim, there's chesed, there's tzedakah, there are all sorts of dinim as to how to treat people. But the after the is specifically about the Allah sani lechavecha loitavid. And that's a great example of even the Rabbeinu Yonah talks about that in, ba- in Bashari Tshuva with other, with other mitzvahs of the that the, even the universal mitzvahs, the way we practice them and understand them is very specific and different to the rest of the world. Lotirtzach, thou shalt not murder for us doesn't just mean you, sh- you can't kill somebody. You don't need the Torah for that. That's obvious. Lotirtzach means, as the Rabbeinu Yonah brings from the Gemara, you can't embarrass somebody. You can't even murder their pride. That's also Lotitzach. That's how we understand the Torah, the fineness and the nobility with, we, with which we understand these universal principles. And we understand as a be very careful not to ever do to anybody anything that you wouldn't want done to yourself. Don't worry about loving them. That's, a, that, that's, that's more of a Christian concept. You don't have to love them. Just be careful you don't harm anybody. Just be careful you don't damage anybody. When I wrote up the, um, the Code of Ethics for South African Business during the time of the transition from, from apartheid to, to democracy, we, uh, it, was, it was, I think, the second Code of Ethics that was written for a country. The first was the Cadbury Commission in the United Kingdom, and, uh, and this was the second. And I had to start with the basic question, first principles, what is ethics in business? What, what is it? What is, what is the principle? And I used this, this principle. The principle of ethics is don't harm your stakeholders. 
You don't have to love your stakeholders. You don't have to always do what they want for you. Just don't harm them. Your employees, your shareholders, the communities in which you operate, uh, your customers. Just if you just don't harm anybody, then we're already a, we're we're already a long way, a long way forward as one uh, as one does business. Until today, that's the underlying principle of the code of ethics for for South African businesses. Thank <laughs> you.